And this also starts rather abruptly. One of those has both abruptlies. Is it the podcast or is it the video? I don't fucking know. All right. WineCellarMedia.stuff. What the fuck are this you talking about? Very intellectual things. I'm, I'm a... Uh, I'm a I'm a philosophicalizer. Sold my shit up. Knuckles all fat and shit. Side though, it's all good. Whipped his ass so bad his stepmom's gonna feel me for the next three birthdays out this motherfucker. Look what his homeboy did to the side of your head. What you talking about, kid? This shit, he ain't fading nothing over here though. When they ass whooping, man, they still won. How you figure that, man? Look around you, man. They own this shit. They on this couch you sitting on, them shoes you got on your feet, this building, this school, this country, you. We behind enemy lines, dog. One beat down and never compare to 439 years of captivity. Never. I don't know shit. Freshman. to you by the fuck that Father Teresa does not give. In Father Teresa's wine cellar, we believe all oppression is intersectional. And this means our analysis of current events frequently includes discussion of difficult and explicit content. Any combination of the following topics could be included in our show. Murder, rape, war, climate change, racism, sexism, violence, sexual violence, homophobic violence, heterocentrism, discrimination and abuse against individuals of nonconformist sexuality, domestic violence, child abuse, child rape, child neglect, elderly abuse, verbal abuse, police brutality, microaggressions, ableism, cyberbullying, genital mutilation, ideological extremism and people just being total fucking assholes they on this couch you sitting on this show the shoes you got on your feet is brought to you this building by the fuck this school this country you that father Teresa does not give
<clears throat> Alright. WineCellarMedia.com. Believe it or not, I started this fucking thing calling it Father Teresa's Wine Cellar. I should do one of those juxtaposition joints, right? Okay. The, how it started and how it's going. Oh, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> and put up, like, the original Father Teresa image, uh-huh. which was me in a Mother Teresa costume holding up a Bible. And, like, and we waited till like, a nice blue sky day. And I had an actual, like, photography and film student take the pictures. Uh-huh. And then just put meme text, Father Teresa's Wine Cellar. I remember. And that was the fucking show. And then, like, the other pictures were, like, me in the Father Teresa costume and holding the pet Sheltie dog in the old house in Florida. Mm-hmm. Right? And fucking, oh, God, getting the telephones, brought telephones to broadcast because it was blog talk radio. I remember that, too. Oh. Holy shit. I like how you say you remember that. I didn't know you, nigga. <laughs> I remember having to record over the phone. And when it was, well, that was when we were doing the three-hour shows. Oh, yeah, buddy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. We call them the great old days ourselves. <laughs> and it's like now, it's like, holy shit, there's this... I don't know how long Zoom has existed, but I mean, apparently, like, other podcasters were using it before you know, mm-hmm. quarantine and all that, mm-hmm. you know, but like, yeah, we got the Zoom thing. I, um, I took uh, $50 of wine cellar money and bought this <laughs> mini cam and this mini cam is why we now have this, uh, what do they call that? A lower third with the little shit there and the little box in the middle, like cool broadcasting shit, dope stuff. Yeah. Cool stuff. Uh, and a, another uh, Patreon subscriber at 77. Holy shit, can we get Patreon subscribers to 80 and then 90 and then a whole, whole hundred? Mm-hmm. All right. But what shit did I have here? So right before I got another three-day ban on the face booze, I had made a post about uh, what in the holy heck darn's going on with me. And it's a programming note because uh, Xfinity Comcast is uh, improving our service. So every day a technician comes out here and fucks up our service. Yep. And so that fucked off the daytime uh, 12 o'clock broadcasting before I head out to the factory at two. So I figured, fuck it, I'll come home and just do midnight broadcasting Mm -hmm. because I'm also on night shift anyway. And when I started the podcast, I was a day shift worker. I've been a day shift worker for 11 straight years. And then fucking landed here in Michigan. And they're like, yeah, you're going to be on second shift. You start at two. What? No, that's when I go home, nigga. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) So now I get home at 1130 and shit. Fucking it's a it's not a cool lifestyle. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. No, I don't like the nighttime lifestyle. I don't mind it. No, it ain't for me. I get up in the morning and go to bed at night. What is this? sun's down and I'm still on the shift for several more hours? Yes. That is bull schneigel. Hmm. <laughs> All right. And, uh, but there are, uh, stuff in things, um, the, uh, full video of the, um, of Cool Cop Karen, all spelled with K's, uh, Cool Cop Karen and her friends, um, the full 90 minute video of, like, body cameras of the pigs there that day is out you don't really get much new. You get what we already knew, that these are working class black people 
and when they speak out loud, they don't fit your respectability politic. And I think that's why they were so comfortable just releasing it that fast. They never mm-hmm. release shit that fast. Mm-hmm. Like how they're not releasing the pigs' names. I think that's because they're going through and scrubbing those pigs' social media. Yeah. Just like with Darren Wilson. Because like before that, they weren't scrubbing pigs' social media. So you could just go on and just be like, oh, they posted that. Well, of course they would fucking, uh, you know, commit that murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I think they're fucking scrubbing and hard. Yeah, but and I, I don't know. What do you, do you think? That's what they do? I think that's what they do. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why do you think that, buddy? Uh, because they don't want everybody to know all the bad things they do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and especially, too, because it's not just the, um, like, a Facebook profile or, like, a Twitter profile. It's all the private shit they say in, like, the um, like the groups and stuff, too. Like, remember how they had the group that was uh, mostly, like, uh, like Border Patrol? Yeah. And they were saying, like, all that, like, racist shit and talking about, like, raping people and stuff? Yep. Yeah, so, like, it's not just the, prof- the public profile. It's all that shit that they said in those groups. And right, not just those, like, they could have accounts anywhere. Like, they got to mm-hmm. look. Like, do you have the discuss the, with the mm-hmm. spelled with a Q, I think, mm-hmm. and Discord? And mm-hmm. who knows? I think 4chan is actually anonymous. Like, yeah. I think they actually make you change your name, like, every four days or some shit like what? that. Oh, yeah, I, I, I heard somebody, like, do coverage of 4chan a couple years ago. I don't really dig into it, but they could be on there. They could be on the mm-hmm. fucking, uh, what's that, uh? What's the one with the Serena Williams husband? Reddit. Yeah. Yeah, they could be on the Reddit. Like, it's not just Facebook and Twitter. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. There could be forum websites. People are still on those, right? Whenever yep. you look at a Lipstick Alley link, that's a fucking forum. <laughs> and Tariq Nasheed disses them by name. And it's like, that's not even an outlet, nigga. It's a forum. Lipstick Alley isn't a publisher. Are you fucking... You weirdo, but just the fact that, because I guarantee I know what he does. I bet that nigga Googles his own name to see if anyone's mm-hmm. mentioning him. Yeah, I used to do that shit when I was uh, 18. <laughs> <laughs> like now, I Google Phoenix Kalita's name to show her how many people like her. Because marginalized folks like her need to be reminded that she's the most marginalized person I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> Every once in a while, I just be like, damn, nigga, your life is hard. <laughs> Fuck. It's just the chronic illness, that's all. Yeah, that's it, huh? You know, that's most of it. Not all the way from fucking conception and birth? (laughs) That's most of it. Whew! Definitely in adulthood, right? Mm. Like, that really... Because your adulthood was your escape. Yeah. Right? Like, you have the physical ability to work, the knowledge to do certain work, which will get a certain amount of money that you can get away from certain fucking people. Yep. And histoplasmosis came in and said, nah, son. (laughs) Nope. Like, now I'm thinking histoplasmosis is a white man. That's not a fungal infection. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. Like, and that's probably why so many people are concerned about getting hair in their food. You probably ate, there was probably a little bit of white man hair in your food (laughs) at some restaurant. Yeah, it wasn't no damn fucking I I don't think that's how I, uh... I don't think that's how I got it. Yeah, but I don't I don't know anything about science, so I can just make these assertions. All right, Dr. Subby, calm down. All right. That's what we just did with 11 minutes. We did. Constructive. It could be. It might be. All right, Miss Colored Ma'am. Yes. Uh, I know you've got some heat. Oh, yeah. I have all kinds of things. <laughs> um, let me see. Oh, um, do you know TJ Ducklow? I don't know that name. That is a White House press secretary. Oh, no, I don't know that nigga. Yeah, he's new. Oh, my God, with the cats. Um, 
Oh, Jesus. Hold yeah, on. I got a 20-pound cat this. running their body into my door. Um, so he is a White House aide. He has been suspended for threatening a reporter. White House Deputy Press Secretary T.J. Ducklow has been suspended for a week without pay after issuing a sexist and profane, profane threat to a journalist seeking to cover his relationship with another reporter. Uh, well, he got suspended for a week. Me too, one. Ha. Huh. Suspended for a whole week? Yes. Damn, that's amazing. The whole week? Uh-huh. A whole week. Uh, because, so apparently uh, reporters were trying to do a story about him because he's dating a journalist. And normally this wouldn't matter, except that Mr. Ducklow is the White House Deputy Press Secretary. So there's a little bit of a conflict of interest to be working as the press secretary while also dating a reporter. <laughs> and that's why they were writing the story. And he completely flipped his shit and called uh, one of the female journalists who was working on the story and was like saying shit like, I'm going to destroy you and your life is over and just like completely like flipped his shit. So... All right. Well, yeah. Kamala Debbie's going to handle that. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. You understand the queen has been yassed. The queen has been yassed. All right. Uh, Justin Timberlake has apologized to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson. Which is know. like, that's, it's worthless. I hate apologies. <laughs> I fucking hate them. Yeah. Um, I'm just amused because it's trending on Twitter, actually. It's like top 10 trending. Jesus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he apologized and basically wrote like this long ass like bullshit post about like. Um, I was young. I was young. And oh, sometimes Jesus. I didn't, I didn't even didn't, read it. Yeah. It was like it was the very stereotypical like I was young and didn't always realize how like white male privilege worked and that the industry was designed to help me. Um, more than other people really? and there's didn't, things didn't I didn't know that there's things I didn't speak up on when I should have and I'm sorry and especially to Janet and Brittany is basically what it said so yeah I don't believe anyone when they say that because I, I always <laughs> keep in mind that Robert Lee Pilcher the third or folks in Spanaway may know him as Bobby Pilcher mm -hmm. I remember very fucking clearly in 1991 when we were eight-year-old children that white child, again, Bobby Pilcher, Spanaway Lane, all right, uh, eight-year-old white child saying how much he hates Martin Luther King because that means that a black guy can just get a job at his dad's place even though a white guy might be better for the job. Yeah, like they, that's... they know. <laughs> They're super aware. I don't do this unaware, ignorant shit anymore. <laughs> Beyond it. Yeah, so that's, um, I don't know. It's trending, so I figured I'd mention it. Um, let's see. Where is the one I was looking for? Um, a Nevada bill would allow tech companies to create independent governments. What and what and what is that? Can they define that? Because I guess like a state government is a government, even yeah. though the national government also exists, and then a city government. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, like a, I guess County. a school board is a governing body. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So create their own governments. That's not creepy. <laughs> no, not at all. So Carson City, Nevada, planned legislation to establish new business areas in Nevada would allow technology companies to effectively form separate local governments. 
Democratic Governor Steve Sisolak announced a plan to launch the so-called Innovation Zones in Nevada. This is a bad idea. Just based on the fact it's called Innovation Zones, this is a very fucking bad idea. Innovation Zones. Uh, yes. So they're going to launch so-called innovation zones in Nevada to jumpstart the state's economy by attracting technology firms, according to the Las Vegas Review Journal. The zones would permit companies with large areas of land to form governments carrying the same authority as counties, including the ability to impose taxes, form school district courts and provide government services. Oh, fuck. If they're counties, that means they get their own police. Yep. They get count and no, they get county sheriffs. Yeah, they get sheriffs, jails, and the court. Okay, so you folks out there that keep whining, uh, uh, here I'll say your name since you left me a fucking block text message saying trash me on your radio show, you fucking weirdo. Who said uh, that? Shannon Raintree. Oh. Yeah, the one that was whining about the freedom of speech and. I'm going to lose my freedoms of speech. And now you actually have a legitimate argument. If they are a government in McMurica mm-hmm. and they censor you, then you actually have a First Amendment argument against them. And you can actually maybe run that ass up to Supreme Court. It's going to take you 20 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you actually have that argument. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, it just seems like a bad idea to let a tech firm do all this shit. But... Again, um, it's a bad idea to let any capitalist do any shit. I think it's bad to let someone who owns a house buy another house. The <laughs> fuck is that? The fuck is that? You have one ass and already live in a house with three toilets. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Quite specifically. <laughs> you know, fuck it. Man. Get the fuck out of here. Oh my god. Right? Like just fucking like take your hands and like mash your genitals into themselves. And just be like, am I doing it? And be like, yep. And we're starting a new website. Go fuck yourself.com. And it's just going to be you fucking yourself. Is this what happens when you podcast at midnight? When I'm by myself. Oh, yeah. God. I've been doing so many programs without you. I just get to do this. And someone else subscribed to the Patreon. So they like it. <laughs> <laughs> Is anybody even commenting? Oh, my God. Oh no, we're we're not oh. um we're not oh, live. Not, not yeah, Facebook it's live. internal recording. Okay. So this is just going to be something that surprises people when it's uploaded. Fun. All right. So this again would permit companies with large areas of land to form governments carrying the same authority as counties, including the ability to impose taxes, form school districts and courts, and provide government services. The measure to further economic develop the measure is to further economic development with an alternative form of local government. Alternative governments. Oh, I like it, man. You don't like alternative bad. governments? Uh, it has not yet been introduced to the legislature. Sisolak pitched the concept in his State of the State speech. Nobody listens to those anyway, uh, which was delivered January 19th. The plan would bring in new business at the forefront of groundbreaking technologies without the use of tax abatements or other publicly funded incentive packages. If they're of their own government and taxing you for living there, then yes, that is quite literally (laughs) taxpayer subsidized. What the fuck are you talking about? (sighs) All right. Folks see me reaching down. I'm just turning around to point a fan at Phoenix Kalita to cool her off. Yeah. 
All right, so apparently um, they're not getting publicly funded incentive packages outside of incentive packages outside of your tax money, I guess. Yeah, beyond that, no. Yeah, beyond, uh huh. I mean, and when you think about it, see, because I, you know, I, you know, Billy the Bootlicker hasn't been around for oh, a few no. weeks. Yes, Miss mm-hmm. Ma'am, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go get on the outfit. Uh huh. All right, but you keep saying this language that I know I know how your Bernie bros are all right mm-hmm. I know you're like ooh my money my taxes my job my life my health matters whatever I get it Bernie bros but you keep saying your tax dollars yes now when they're tax dollars doesn't that mean the the government took them yes so if the government has it they're not your dollars they're my dollars then why don't you have them because the government will kill me if I keep them Really? You think the government's just going to kill you, Bernie bro? Yeah. If you think, then why are you still alive if the government's going to run around killing you? Because I pay my taxes. We don't pay taxes on this podcast, Bernie bro. Because this doesn't make enough money, bootlicker. (laughs) Strong retort. Put Billy away. Get out of here. Maybe this little character I'm bringing up on video can be Billy the bootlicker. Maybe this little thing I got at Goodwill. (laughs) It has angels on its back. See? Little black boy angels. I like it. What a it's goose. It's cute. It's adorable. I love it. There were so many up there, but they were like fucking $3.99 and $8.99 yeah. each. I was like, if I get all of these, that's my check. Right. <laughs> or at least the overtime portion of it. Like, that's all my overtime. That's yeah, cute, though. Yeah, I need that for Phoenix Collider medical bills, damn it. That's what overtime is for. Shit. All right. Uh, let's see what else is in here. Um... Uh, Sisolak has named Blockchains LLC as a company that is committed to developing a smart city in an area re- east of Reno after legislation is passed. Oh, great. So the businesses have already jumped on this. Uh, the draft proposal said the traditional local government model, model is inadequate alone to provide resources to make uh, Nevada a leader in attracting and retaining businesses and fostering economic development. The governor's office of e- Ugh, why does everything have to be so fucking long? The governor's office of economic development would oversee the applications for the zones, which would be limited to companies working in specific business areas, including blockchain, autonomous technology, the Internet of Things, robotics, artificial intelligence, wireless, biometrics, and renewable resource technology. Zone requirements include applicants own at least 78 miles of undeveloped land. Oh, well, that means everyone can uh, (laughs) see we all, as Jill Biden says about community college, Mm -hmm. we all have access. We need access. I think Jill Biden said everyone should have access. Access. Yeah. All right. So everyone has that 70 acres, you said? No, I said 78 miles. 78 miles. Yes, 78 square miles of undeveloped land in a single county. I like that, undeveloped. That means capitalism hasn't fucked with this part of the planet yet. Yep. Companies would have at least uh, $250 million in plans to invest an additional $1 billion in their zones over 10 years. Oh, $250 let me Let me break open the old piggy bank there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the quarters add up. The zones would initially operate with the oversight of location counties, but would eventually take over county duties and become their own independent governmental bodies. Could you fucking imagine that? So, like, in 20 years, if you live in Nevada, you can just, like, live in the town of McDonald's or what the fuck ever? Not gonna lie, son. That's gangster as fuck. (sighs) 
All right. Uh, the zones would have a three-member supervisor board with the same powers as county commissioners. The business would maintain significant control over board membership. Mm-hmm. The governor's economic development office did not respond to questions about the zones. <laughs> what, wait, who did? What, what's that sentence there? The governor's economic development office did not respond to questions about the zones. Oh, cool. I love stupid bullshit like this. So, uh, I mean, I don't know. That seems like a really fucking bad idea. Ah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I, I, I think you might just be Bernie broing. That's all that really is. Did we laugh at the dead cop? Not yet. The black cop? Nah, they're blue. They're blue. There's no such he thing killed, as a black cop. He killed cop. himself. We didn't talk about him. Ha <laughs> ha, stupid cop. <laughs> Wait, you didn't, seriously, you didn't see this fucking bullshit? You're supposed to shoot victims, not yourself, you oh, fucking God. stupid dead cop. Ha ha ha. I hope your family's crying. Uh, I'm sure they are. Um, and he, like, killed himself as, like, a protest. Basically. <laughs> How did you not hear about this? Okay. I should be allowed to run over the dead body. You can run over protesters. You can hit protesters. You can with your run car. over protesters. Yeah. Like, I swear to fuck, that makes me want to just, like, fucking totally sell out so I can afford a Hummer and run it right over his <laughs> fucking stupid dead cop tombstone. All right. So, a deputy who died by suicide left haunting videos about racist police, uh, racist policing and said, I've had enough. All right. Nigga. You see, after Christopher Dorner, you got to do way more than that. <laughs> did, you, did you see that side by side where somebody like fucking liberals um, after the, the capital coup attempt or whatever you want to call it? Uh, liberals on Twitter were like, and this is why we need more people of color to be police. I just feel like Biden would be safer with them. And somebody like did the screen cap of that tweet with a picture of Dorner next to That's fair. <sighs> and I mean, when it comes down to it, I've seen Dorner in his other clothes. I, I support one <laughs> troop. <laughs> I'm very <One> selective. <laughs> oh, no. All right. So this clown, uh, his name was Clyde Kerr III. Uh, he took his life outside the Lafayette, Par Lafayette Parish Sheriff's Office and he left haunting final, final words in a series of social media videos. Kerr is a father and a military veteran and was 43 years old. In his videos, he talked directly to the camera on a range of issues from police brutality against black people, mental health needs in policing, to division in society, and children's exposure to murder, violence, and other negative influences. He also describes his struggle to reconcile his identity as a black man with his, with his profession while hinting at his impending suicide. What? Oh, I'm just, I'm checking out the cameras with this whole new thing. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, being a black man in law enforcement can be difficult, said Lafayette City Marshal Reggie Thomas, the first black person elected to the citywide position in Lafayette. Uh, Thomas said he watched some of the videos Kerr posted and can tell the man was concerned about the way police work was going. Uh, one video particular that particularly resonated was of Kerr relating a conversation he had with his son in the aftermath of George Floyd's death at the hand of at the hands of police. Uh, nobody should have to have that conversation. Well, okay. Uh, Kerr's videos have garnered thousands of views since his death and are catalyzing conversations online and in the community about addressing mental health needs in the current state of policing. Kerr said he was done serving a system that didn't care about people like him. 
You have no idea how hard it is to put on a uniform this day and age with everything going on. My entire life has been in the service of other people. Y'all entrust me to safeguard your little ones, your small ones, the things that's most precious to you. And I did that. I passed security clearance in the military, but that also allowed me to see the inner workings of things. I've had enough. Yeah. Shut up, you stupid dead cop. No uh, one cares. <laughs> Kerr insisted repeatedly his decision to kill himself was a conscious choice made in his right mind as a protest. <laughs> he also said the need for dramatic and bold action was made clear to him a week before his death and intimated it was part of a higher calling. Mm-hmm. A higher calling. So, yeah, he killed himself as a protest because his co-workers are racist? I... Yeah, I can't believe you didn't make fun of this guy already. Nah, totally total missed it. Right. <laughs> you ain't caught in full effect. Judge Dre resigning. In the case of NWA versus the police department, still don't have prosecuting attorneys all. MC Brand, Ice Cube, and Easy Motherfucking E. Order, order, order. Ice Cube, take the motherfucking stand. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help your black ass? You goddamn right. But won't you tell everybody what the fuck you gotta say? Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. A young nigga got it back, cause I'm brown. And not the other color, so police think they have the authority to kill a minority. Fuck that shit, cause I ain't the one for a punk motherfucker with a badge and a gun to be beaten on. And thrown in jail, we can go toe to toe in the middle of a So it looks like it doesn't have a volume drag, hmm. which is, that's kind of booty. Like, it's either mute or on. <laughs> but yeah, that is something else we can do. For folks looking at the video, I can literally, like, drop a link to a YouTube video in this application and play the video, which means um, we're going to start having music breaks as we move through the year in this. And they will be music video breaks for those of you tuned into the video program, uh, which um, I'm recording internally on the computer and uploading directly to WineCellarMedia.com. They're going right there. Um, I might, I'm going to put clips and shit on YouTube, but I'd be violating copyright laws like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't... Uh, yeah, like, I'm on a three-day Facebook ban because of that shit right now because I made fun of a white woman's nasty-ass table nachos that she oh, mixed together yeah. with paint scrapers and then put inside a cooked... What she alleges is a cone. It's actually a tortilla wrap. And it's grody, and she's grody. Mm -hmm. And she's a bad person, and she should be made fun of. Look at that. And then I flip the camera back to Phoenix Collider. You can flip yes. the lower third. This is cool. Way cooler than that one application I almost bought. Hmm. Way cool. Way cooler. And it runs through Zoom. Yeah, so I can still, I can do the Zoom meetings and this would be the, uh, our window. I'm feeling it. Yeah. All right, Miss Colored Ma'am. Let me take a look over here at what the goddamn Mr. Yes. Negro Jackson. Oh, you have news too. Oh, right. wait, there was more Britney Spears, right? So her father loses a bid to retain mm -hmm. control of delegating her investments. Now, is that something, because you're in this too. Yes. With the, um, uh, you have to have a representative payee over your fucking money. Mm-hmm. And you have to have a bank account that is a representative payee account. Yes. Like, is that, 
Is that the language they use? Retain control of delegating? Yeah. Because to me, it's just you make a withdrawal. Well, I, when they say investments, they're probably talking about he's the one who tells her investment people, like, keep it in this stock, put it in this mutual fund. That's probably what he's delegating is, like, her financial advisor. And I swear to fuck. Now, this is where, like... Unlike Rashani, we're going to be intellectually honest and use the word toxic masculinity here because I think that's so much of it. Because mm-hmm. he gets to, you know, chest out, hey, big man making big decisions with big money that, you know, hey, let's just say I made it. I earned it. I earned it. Mm-hmm. Well, big he man. raised her, right? So like, it's his money too. Nigga, you didn't dance none of them steps. You didn't sit in no fucking interview with anyone asking you about uh, what's under your clothes when you were fucking, what, 16? I think mm-hmm. Britney's like my age, right? Yeah. Yeah, like she may be like a few months older than me, right? So when I was fucking 16, 17, that's how the fuck old she was. Mm-hmm. He didn't do none of that shit. You want to know what he did? Go back and look at the old Britney Spears documentary, Making My Baby Some Velveeta. Uh, wait, make a, uh, some cheese grits. Jeez. Nigga, you make cheese grits. That's what the fuck you do. Go ahead, Google it. Go, go, look it up. <laughs> Britney Spears' dad, cheese grits. Okay, it's fucking ridiculous. Ma- you know what? Everything's on YouTube. <laughs> Britney Spears, cheese grits. Nigga, I'm fucking around. That's his contribution for the record. Okay, okay, it's her documentary thing called For the Record. Let's see how many. This was uploaded eight years ago, but in the thumbnail, I'm not seeifying. Yeah, I'm not seeing the cheese grits part. Oh, okay. Yeah, where I and, and now now I'm invested. Now I <laughs> I want the fucking cheese grits because before it was this funny endearing moment. It was like, oh look, Britney's father, some big old country nigga making cheese grits, mm-hmm. right? He was like making my baby some cheese grits. And, like, it was cool, but now I'm looking at that shit, and I'm like, oh, nigga, fuck everything about you. Mm-hmm. Britney Spears, For the Record, Part 1. Okay. Oh, it's an MTV. I've take- there it is. There the fuck it is. All right, let me go ahead and uh, bust a screen share on you, father muckers. Y'all think I'm playing any kind of games. And I know he didn't have those biceps before she was rich and he didn't have to go to work anymore. Oh, hitting the gym ass, only doing your biceps and did no abs at all. This nigga didn't even do no damn chest work. This nigga ain't nothing but fucking arms and a Kermit the Frog body with a tank top. Hold on, let me stop talking shit. (laughs) Share the fucking clip. All right, check this shit all the way out. This nigga, I do not like this fucking guy. Making my baby some cheese grits. It's all I've ever known. I don't see it as being weird. Oops. Here it is. Oh yeah, got my hair cut. I'm ready to go. I'm making my baby some cheese grits. Okay. Think I'm playing. This nigga literally just bragged about a haircut that she paid for. Some cheese grits that she paid for in a pot that he's stirring in and that she motherfucking paid for with that tank top over his Kermit the Frog ass chest that she paid for, right? Probably some fucking $50 Calvin Klein fucking tank top. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, this is that good New York boy stuff. This is that Donna Karen. Let me tell you something. Oh, mother in the house, nigga. 
on a, probably a gas stove that's her gas and you did I'm making my baby some cheese grits fuck you nigga check this nigga out man right. oh yeah I got my hair cut I'm ready to go I'm making my baby some cheese grits Braver some cheese grits. What is this cheese grits thing? Alright, now the interviewer is asking about cheese grits and he proceeds to be a white man. Grits is an old southern uh, uh, tradition. She's been eating them since she was born. He, he's barely fucking, he barely has any, in, you realize like what it's like when he's talking to these stockbrokers, whoever the fuck. They're just like, yeah, whatever, Jamie, shut the fuck up <laughs> with your fucking cheese grits. It old Southern tradition. Nigga, everybody eats grits. Why does the South and New York think that they're the only ones doing anything? Especially since grits come from corn. Do you know how much fucking corn we grow in the Midwest? Fuck face. We eat grits up here too. Jesus Christ. Oh. You don't even come from the fucking place where the corn was grew that you got the damn grits from. Ugh. You don't even know. Like, I literally worked in a factory where I have packaged grits <laughs> and done preventative maintenance on the fucking grits you're eating, fuckface. She loves It's Velveeta. He got the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, check him out. Velveeta in it. Put some Velveeta in it. Everybody else has Wheaties, but Southern girls, <clears throat> breakfast with champions is cheese grits. That's wearing, not real. Is he wearing glasses around his neck? What is that? Maybe. But he also just made that the fuck up. Southern girl breakfast of champion cheese grits. He, that's the most unappetizing grits I've ever seen, honestly. Like, he's really not selling me no. on the grits at all. Well, he got his hair cut. Just know that. Yes. Uh-huh. I think I missed the part where he said he ain't, uh, he ain't got no sprinkle cheese, which I'm guessing that's pre-shredded. Oh, God. Yeah, so nigga, fuck Jamie Spears. Fucking give Britney her fucking money, nigga. You didn't dance. None of them dances didn't go on none of them damn tours mm -hmm. across the fucking planet and deal with all the fucking slut shaming and have kids with Kevin Federline. Mm. You ain't did none of that shit, K-Fed. And that was one of the first memes I saw back on the old uh, hip-hop website. That's K-Fed. Yeah, because they took, like, because he was going to put out an album, mm -hmm. and someone made, like, a fake cover and named the album Ain't Doing Diapers, yo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I heard a song from that album. Oh, fuck, that album's real? Uh, I know he at least did one song. I don't know if the whole album ever came out, but in the, the worst part is that the song was, Britney's people produced it. Oh, so it's good. It's actually well produced as a song. <laughs> It was some, like, um, fucking, like, Portuguese shit. What? Yeah. I thought, I thought he was regular. He is, but, like, the hook, it was, like, a word in... Oh. Yeah. Is it this? Is this K-Fed? I wasn't what I was thinking of, but all right. Oh, shit. K-Fed got that hot shit, nigga. Britney's people made these fucking games. Nah, nigga, this is Scott Storch. Get it. 
it, let you feel it, make you lose control. This is that hip hop flavor mixed with a little bit of rock and roll. Oh, what a fucking waste of a hot beat. Jesus Christ, that's corny as fuck. <laughs> Shut up, K-Fed. Nigga, you suck. Aww. He's not... I, I heard those vocals. <laughs> what the fuck was that? The beat's good. What the fuck? Where is the vocal coach? That was bad. Man. And that's why you were a backup dancer, nigga. You do not have a personality. You are not compelling, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. We need to talk about Kevin. <laughs> oh, that was a fun movie. Why does my favorite rapper's name have to be Kevin, Brother Lynch Hung? Well. Because he's damn near a boomer, that's why. Hmm. All right. California and consent. Yes. All right. Go under here to insider.com. Can you dig it? All right. So a new bill and let's see if this actually takes us to a .gov. Yes, California Legislative Information .gov, Fothermuckers. And so it is definitely an assembly bill introduced by assembly member Christina Garcia. All right, and it is uh, AB453 as introduced. Uh, it's going to be sexual battery, uh, non-consensual condom removal. Existing law provides that a person commits a sexual battery who, among other things, acts with the intent to cause a harmful or offensive contact as defined uh, with an intimate uh, with an intimate part as defined uh, of another. And I'm sure deep in the bill they define and then they just literally mm -hmm. talk about genitals. Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it. But they have to do all this legalese goofy shit, mm -hmm. right? All this fucking here to forth with thou hither to forth thou I don't understand how vite. this is supposed to work. Oh, how? Wait, what's up? Like, how do you prove someone took the condom off? Oh, like without your consent? I guess, damn, because you know what? Like, let's say you uh, call the police who are going to show up so fast. Because um, th th this is my first thought as soon as you said that. How do you prove it? Um, vaginal mucus on the member of the rapist. But while the cops are dragging their ass getting there, the rapist can go wash it off. That. But then I'm also thinking, too, like... They can't even convict people on actual rape charges. Like, I don't know how the fuck they're going to, um, like, do this. Because then even, so, you know, is it going to be a he said, she said thing of, oh, she said I could take it off? Because, like, that's what's already happening with regular, like, rape cases. Hmm. So, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know how, I, I don't think it's a bad idea, but I don't know how they're going to do it, like, implement it. Yeah, you can't do it as long as you still have patriarchy in the culture. And that's what SJWs are for, right? That's what it's so, because we are culture movers. Yeah. Right? Like, because no matter what the law is, the culture is going to be what the fuck it is. We all know, like, discrimination is illegal, but every year someone has to do the, look, I put in a job application with the name Bob Dingleforth, and I put in a job application with the name Jamal Jenkins, and Jamal Jenkins only got one callback, and Bob Dingleforth got 58 callbacks. We all know, mm -hmm. all right? So you move the culture. 
And again, I think we were saying that, I don't remember if we were talking by ourselves or if we're on the show anymore. It all blurs now. Uh, but fucking, I remember you and I were talking about like, how do we get people to change how they're raising their boys? Mm, yeah. Right? Because that's what it is. And it's like, do you want your boy to be the one that's like left out or whatever the hell? And I can tell you right now, my biological mother, she didn't raise me like the way other people were raising their boys and fucking look at me. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I'm chilling. I'm, I was able to move and function just fucking fine. And when another dude said some shit, I could be like, man, what the fuck are you talking about? You don't say that shit. That's fucked up. You know, like mm-hmm. in that, and that's easy. And then, of course, niggas going to be like, ah, nigga, whatever you simping. And then they say that. And then I move on with my day. Because when you change how you raise your boys, they're still in the same culture. So they still have male privilege. They're not going to get beat the fuck up or shot for saying no to another man's joke like a woman would at a bus stop or in a club or at a parade or anywhere else that we've covered these stories over the past nine years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're thinking deeply. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm just thinking in general. Just, yeah. <laughs> oh, just in general? Just in general. Think about grocery shopping tomorrow? Grocery shopping? No. Get mad I'm cat not. litter, son. I was not thinking about grocery shopping. <laughs> Uh, and swinging back to the article away from the .gov website, uh, so it could make California the first state in the U.S. to make stealthing, uh, removing a condom without a person's consent, illegal-fied, all right? Mm-hmm. And if passed, AB 453 would categorize stealthing as a form of sexual battery. Yeah. What's my line, ma'am? What, just say Rape. Right in rape culture, you never say rape culture. Or I almost said rape club, and then I realized, no, you can't say rape club, say rape culture. But then, remember Steubenville? What was the nickname that football team had? The Rape Squad. Mm -hmm. So it actually literally is rape club. Right? Yeah, folks, remember Steubenville? Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit going viral wasn't as much of a thing back then. We should bring that story back and remind niggas. Didn't the person who shared it go to jail? Um, yes. And the big takeaway from that was that the um, the hacker that exposed the story got more time than the rapist. Yes, one of the rapists. It was literally again their nickname was the Rape Squad out there in Steubenville. Was that Ohio? I think so. Yeah, Steubenville, Ohio. That was their real fucking nickname. And everyone just ran with it. Mm-hmm. Cool. We're all boys. All right. So, dancing it forward, continuing on a little bit more from this here article. <clears throat> and so, they could allow survivors to sue for emotional and physical damages. I think that... In a world where we already have, um, I'm losing it. It's the one, um, it was the pre to the TPP, the Trans-Pacific Partnership. NAFTA? NAFTA. In a world with NAFTA and capitalism, where you can be your own entrepreneur, you can be Mm -hmm. your own business person, Mm -hmm. you should be able to sue for potential losses. Ah. Yeah. So if you could have gotten me pregnant, you should be able to sue them for the average median cost of raising a ba- a child from birth to 18. 
Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just saying words. Again, I'm I'm not a philosophizer. I'm literally like when I say I'm uneducated, I'm not fucking around. I took a golf class and got it signed off as math. I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> and I'm just saying stuff. All right. Maybe you agree, maybe not. Maybe we should just get a bunch of um people together and form their own corporation and move to Nevada and then the business can sue them for potential losses. There you go. All right. Now all we need is access. <laughs> we need <laughs> access for everyone. You see, folks, and that's how you do it. All right, tangent time. Let's do this. Uh, this is a part of why I do the program the way I do and part of why I do it at all, not just because I want to escape from shift work. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. But uh, fucking a young person that is interested in doing comedy in their adulthood might hear this program and realize that you can make some seriously hardcore, cringy-ass jokes that make people say, whoa, should I have laughed at that? Like, even one person tuned into the program. They made a Facebook post right after the show was over saying, can I go to hell for listening to an atheist podcast and laughing at the jokes? (laughs) Like, they were actually uncomfortable. And it's like, and you can make those hardcore, holy shit, I can't believe they said that jokes Mm -hmm. and not be transphobic and not be misogynistic and not be racist. You can make those jokes, young potential comedian. You can do it. Look, I do it. 77 Patreon subscribers. They came for the jokes. (laughs) All right. Uh, Dancing it forward. The bill would amend the state definition of sexual battery to include a person, quote, who causes contact between a penis from which a condom has been removed and an intimate part of another who did not verbally consent to the condom being removed. Aha, ho, ho, ha, ha, ha. So this is inclusionary, mm-hmm. right? So if, 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 uh, if, well, you know what? Cis women have anuses too. Yeah. But also, if it is two cis gay men, mm-hmm. a cis gay man can sue for this. Yes. So let's say, so I had the one on pregnancy. Mm-hmm. You can sue for how much it costs to be treated for an STD. Oh, I don't know, AIDS. You can sue for that yeah, for the rest of your life. That's the argument I'm making. I think you should be able to do that if we have to have America, if we have to have courts, if we have to have this whole fucking system. I think that should be a part of it. Okay. I don't know. You're thinking deeply. I'm just, you know. I'm still just trying to figure out how the fuck they're going to enforce it, really. Emperor William. We don't have an Emperor William. Nah, you sure don't. Or they would just get the ruling on site. We ain't going through all this, nigga. God, ain't gonna be no rape ruling. culture. Yeah, nigga. The first ten niggas that I catapult into a brick wall on live TV, <laughs> oh nigga, rape culture is ending. <laughs> right? A spiked brick wall. Into a brick wall. What? Fuck yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> right there. You're like, all right, fellas, bros. You want that? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh, God. We could bring back, like, the old school gladiator games. Like, make people fight, like, tigers and shit. Hmm. Yeah. A lot of tigers or just fucking ten rabid, angry, regular cats? <laughs> All right. Ten angry house cats. All right. Yeah. 
I'm about, I am about efficient. I thought that's what capitalism was for. They don't want efficiency. <laughs> Catapulting people into a brick wall is efficient. I know how to get things done. Wood. I've worked, I've ran a lot of machines. I can work a catapult. Doesn't look like it has a lot of parts. Wood chipper. Wood chipper? Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of men named Woodrow. <laughs> get in there, Wood. Enjoy. Oh, no. Nah, nigga, literally, you you don't want me to push you in. If I push you in, I'm pushing you in feet first. You can put yourself in head first and die faster. You want to go in feet first and do it the slow way? Get in there, Wood. Get in there. You're going to solve a lot of problems in the first week. Yeah, I, that would be a very ambitious first 100 days of that administration. All right, nigga, we will be chilling, nigga, smoking joints of free government Emperor <laughs> William Reefer in seven days. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, just a wee bitsy boo more. So we did get the information that it is uh, Christina Garcia. Surprise, surprise, a Democrat. Uh in Bell Gardens uh, mm-hmm. seems to be the area they represent. I've never heard of that area. I don't know. And they spoke with the Los Angeles Times about it, and they said that um, stealthing has been an existing problem. It has gone unrecognized legally because of its covert nature. Mm. I, I understand that language. I get how people talk, but that, that ain't, ain't nature. That's culture. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and right and covert, and I guess yeah, because yeah, they're, they're trying they're is. trying to be sneaky, yeah, sneaky. And that's like, how fucked up are you? Like someone consented to having sex with your doofy incel ass, <laughs> and you're like, how can I ruin it? Mm-hmm. The fuck is wrong with you? Yep. You know what? But I don't, I don't have time for that conversation. Again, I'm about efficiency. I'm not here to talk to you about it. I'm not one of those. I'm not the kind of person who would be a parent to say, did you get your homework done? Right? Phoenix knows that. Fuck that. Open the backpack. See what it is. <laughs> Don't have time. All, all this talking shit. Let's get it in the can. <laughs> get shit over. All right. Uh, continuing with quotes from uh, Christina Garcia of uh, Bell Gardens. Uh, It's been going on for a while. There's blogs online that are helping individuals, teaching them how to get away with this. We need to be able to call it what it is in order to be able to deter the behavior. Then you have to say the word rape. Yeah. You have to start saying unconsensual. Sexual contact is... A four-letter word that all the people that love cursing and freedom of speech won't say. Like, shit, you don't... Shannon, hey, Shannon, can you tell people to stop censoring themselves on that word since you're so against censorship? Because that is the most censored word in the language, to my understanding. I hear the word nigger more than I hear the word rape. Mm. Nigger. Shit. Get the fuck out of here. All right, uh, Miss Ma'am, you got some uh, some gangster shit. Should Ooh. I pass it on back to you? Okay. Oh. This is WineCellarMedia.com. This is the uh, free program, and we do have the tiers uh, set up on Patreon.com slash WineCellarMediaFund. At the beginning, the entry-level tier is where we are uh, 
putting our uh, our conversation radio moving forward. Uh, Maddie Stump is on there. Uh, Chelsea Springler's on there with uh, Talk Fury. Uh, hopefully, we can get more of our homies on there. I was talking to Penny Loco, who's been on a few times. Whenever you hear the extended trigger warning, that's Penny Loco's voice from 2014. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, we, we, have, we have a dope time. The uh, next tier up is the $5 tier. We have the breakdown with Phoenix Kalita on there. And the next one up at the $10 tier is um, is the Phoenix and Williams show, where we will be wildin'. We already have a little bit of content up there. We intend to put more. And um, as I take podcast episodes off of our archive uh, free feed, they will be going on that tier when I re-upload them uh, throughout this year as I work mandatory seven-day work weeks in the factory, which I would hope to get enough Patreon subscribers and PayPal tip jar hitters to escape that shit so I can live the last, like, I don't know, 15 or 17 years of my life out of shift work. God damn it. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Yes. Um, Officials created a fictional gang to punish Phoenix protesters. That sounds outstanding. Yes. Amy Caper promises that she is not a gang member. The 29-year-old graduate student does not run drugs, traffic guns, or work in any organized crime ring. But she did protest police violence last year. And for that, Maricopa County... Oh, is that um, the fucker that... The, the homophobe that puts him in pink jail suits. Yep. Well, um, the, the, the cis men. Joe Arpaio. Yeah. That's his name. Sheriff Joe Arpaio. The one where um a bunch of people were raping little girls. And I mean, like, like five-year-olds, like little girls. And um, his office refused to investigate it because not all of the victims were, um, like, had papers, like, legal papers to stay here. So they just, like, let, like, someone just be, like, they just let a serial rapist go. Like, oh. fucking... I, I the Emperor William thing we joke about, kinda, but like really this whole America thing is very fucking bad. Like just, and I know people are like, but my life was okay, most likely because you had class privilege. Yeah. But then even people with a uh, class privilege, like there's some shit going on that y'all don't be talking about that your daughters don't bring up until they're fucking like 50 years old on a Facebook post. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, so she did protest police violence for uh, protest police violence last year, and for that, the Maricopa County Attorney's Office and the Phoenix P- Police Department are aggressively prosecuting Caper and a group of 17 other defendants, including three minors, for being part of a criminal street gang following an October 17th protest in downtown Phoenix. In fact, officers and prosecutors allege the group is dangerous and in some ways more dangerous than the Crips, the Bloods, and the Hells Angels. What? White kids protesting police violence is more dangerous than the Crips, the Blood, and the Bloods, and the Hells Angels. Which grown-ass adult said that out loud? The prosecutor. What's that nigga's name? I don't know yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Holy shit, the... The Crips and the Bloods, you say? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Those Crips and Bloods, they seem pretty dead. Like, that's, there's a reason why I call them niggas fundamentalist gangbangers. <laughs> yeah, but white kids protesting police brutality. Yes. I'm from Tacoma. We're not fundamentalists. Like, that's why we just quit when we feel like it. You don't do that shit out there in California. No. Uh, it's scary, says Caper, who didn't know others in the group. <laughs> 
and attended the protest with her boyfriend after seeing an online flyer. It feels like totalitarianism. It feels like we're not allowed to speak about our rights. Unless you're on the side the police are on, they're going to try to arrest you and ruin your life. Oh my God. Also, they have her picture in here. She looks like a very respectable white woman. So hearing that she is more dangerous than the Bloods and the Crips is extra hilarious. Like she looks like a very professional white woman. And it's like danger, like, because <laughs> as a white person, there's a level of danger to her. But like, I don't know. Like, on some level, I think that I can walk past her and she's not going to ask me what set I'm from, launching me into a panic attack <laughs> of epic fucking proportions of like, oh, fuck, do I do I say Sheridan Ave, but I'm inactive or do I just invoke civilian civilian right now? Invoke civilian. Yeah. I think if I was in California, I would invoke civilian. I think anywhere else in the nation, I would just be like inactive 1400 block. Yeah. Our hood got gentrified. It's over. <laughs> you can't bang if you ain't got a hood to bang in. That's true. Um, Caper and other defendants could face between eight and 32 years in prison. The gang charges based on a broad and easily abused statutes are clear political prosecution intended to silence dissent, according to legal groups like the ACLU. The case, filed in Maricopa County Superior Court, is one of several troubling criminal cases against protesters and activists brought by county prosecutors and Phoenix police in recent months. The Maricopa County Attorney's Office has repeatedly declined to discuss the details of the case. But ABC 15 spent months investigating the gang charges and other protest prosecutions. The station interviewed defendants and their attorneys, obtained hundreds of pages of police reports and grand jury transcripts, watched hours of police body camera and surveillance video. The evidence shows police and prosecutors presented grand jurors with dubious claims, one-sided evidence, exaggerations, and lies. This is on a local ABC. They straight up said that like, I'm reading this verbatim. This is ABC15.com in Arizona. And they straight up said, Evidence shows police and prosecutors presented grand jurors with dubious claims, one-sided evidence, exaggerations, and lies. Not gonna lie, son. That's gangster as fuck. All right. The gang charges are maybe the most egregious example, said Jared Keenan. <laughs> An ACLU Arizona attorney. I think prosecutors are going to have a hard time justifying it. I don't know how they justify it to themselves when they go home at night, added Keenan. Uh, he said, "It's we see this in other countries that don't have free societies. They try to use the criminal legal system as a weapon against critics, and that's exactly what's happening here. Damn. All right. Uh, let me see if they add in. They're talking about, like, just the protest itself. I want to see if they're talking more about the charges. Hmm. Um... Okay, so this is a group of 17 people met at a park. Phoenix police officers from the tactical, tactical response unit, so SWAT team, were waiting for them. Law enforcement agencies across the valley had been monitoring and surveilling protesters for months, according to police reports and court testimony. With dozens of officers in tow, the 17 protesters began marching down Washington Avenue, chanting several things like Black Lives Matter. <laughs> uh, one <ch> Officials <laughs> only focused on one chant, though, ACAB. <laughs> Like, the mm -hmm. funny shit is, like, if I may speak like a boomer for a second, again, mm -hmm. they're saying they're more dangerous than the Crips and the Bloods. Yeah. And it's like on that, le like, there's a level of Freudian slippage to it. Yeah. Because the Crips and the Bloods are mostly black 
and killing each other. Yeah. These are white people saying black lives matter and you're saying they're more dangerous. Yep. So people that are white that want black people to live are more dangerous than people that are black and kill other black people. Mm -hmm. Enter and esting. Yep. Um, <laughs> I like that. Yep, you were like, is this nigga going to say some more shit? Oh, this yeah, because I was, I was, oh, no, because I was scanning the rest of the article while you were talking. I was like, oh, he's done. Okay, well, I'm done scanning. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, ABC 15 obtained excerpts of the police uh, body camera footage and surveillance videos presented to the grand jury and shown in other court proceedings. The station also found witness videos shot and posted online by an alt-right extremist organization, AZ Patriots, who were walking next to police and taunting the protesters. Really? Again, niggas, get the, when I say they're gangbanging and they got the cops on their side, whatever, all right, fuck it, don't listen. Go get your ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as the group chanted and marched on Washington Avenue, mind you, this is more dangerous than Bloods and Crips. Aw, shit. Some protesters tipped over orange road cones, toppled temporary street signs, and dragged, con dragged construction barriers to slow down police. That's definitely more dangerous than the Crips, yeah. I like the construction barriers part. That's <laughs> fucking, that's kind of clowning. Are they talking about those big, giant concrete motherfucking things? I don't think the concrete one. I think the foldable ones. Oh, I don't know about those. Yeah. Wait, oh, are they like orange too? And mm -hmm. like, um, they shape like jigsaw puzzles, the way they yeah. fit together. Yeah. Okay, yes, I do. Yes, I do know about them. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. I, I know something. <laughs> this is rare. <laughs> I tell you, this here colored woman has fucking, we've lived together since um, July 10th. Um, well, no, because you hadn't moved in yet. Yeah. Like, I was in the apartment by myself for, like, two weeks, and then you fell asleep there once, and the fucking weirdos <laughs> tripped. So, oh, my God. <laughs> You're moving now. Get your shit and get out. We're like, all right. Yeah. <sighs> and, uh, but fucking, um, yeah, no, nah, you've, it's, we're going on five years here. Yeah. Like, Phoenix knows. I don't know things. <laughs> Like, on a higher level. Like, she introduced the idea of sitting in a hot tub to me, and my brain melted, because I've never sat in a hot tub before, and I don't feel like it. It'll feel so nice on my back. I'm so excited. Yep, that's another thing. I am I have a lot of health privilege, so I don't really need much R&R. &R. Give me a piece of shit fucking yard sale chair <laughs> for two bucks, and I'm in the game. Okay. Uh, so this demonstration uh, lasted roughly a half hour and ended at the corner of First Avenue and Van Buren. The group slowed down and a team of officers then move in and arrested the group. Video sh uh, reveal a chaotic scene with officers shouting, protesters screaming, and a Phoenix uh, uh, police grenadier repeatedly firing pepper balls into the huddle of protesters. No, they didn't. Okay. What up? All right. After the arrest, the Maricopa County's attorney's office uh, repeatedly declined to provide a public explanation regarding the gang charges. In a previous statement, the office denied it engages in political prosecutions. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, grand juries, da-da-da-da-da, uh, does it say? Let me see here. Um, I'm trying to find, oh no. Come on, load. If, I'm, oh, if I can no. get this to load, oh, no. I think they're literally calling them the ACAB gang. That's fucking... You know what? <laughs> Own it. <laughs> Call yourselves oh that. God. On some level, 
if we do choose to actually unify and bang back, we have a name. And I'll, I'll bang with you. I'll get down. I'll corral little niggas. I, I, I'm telling you right now, I'm already entering with OG status because I have experience. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that's how capitalism works. I have experience. All right. Uh, Amy Caper thinks the goal is to punish anyone who protests against the police. I think they're doing it to silence us. Obviously, when you're facing four, four felonies, they can silence you and shut you up pretty quick. One officer during my booking said, I heard you talking about your job and it seems important to you and like you really like it. Well, just so you know, if you keep doing this stuff, you're not going to have a career anymore. And I was like, is that a threat? And he was like, no, I just want you to realize the weight of what you've done here. That's a fucking threat. What? Okay. Wait, and, and this is um, cis man talking to a cis woman? Yep. Oh, some fuck. You know what? Every day someone might be tuned in new. Uh, cis is a prefix. C-I-S. And it's just literally like um, you were born and, you know, a bunch of uh, fucking stranger assigned you a, a gender at birth and said, this here's a man feller. That there's a girl woman. And um, and then as you grew up through your life, you were like, you know what? I am a boy. I'm feeling it. This boy shit is cool. And then as a boy, as you get older, you're like, you know what? I'm feeling it. The hair on the face, the hair in my armpits. I'm liking this. I'm a boy. I think everyone should like the hair in their armpits. Uh, fucking, you know, I like the way my shoulders are broadening out. I like the way my fingers are shaping at the end. I'm a boy. I'm, oh shit, I'm a man. I like it. Like, if you are a man and you grew up like that and you exist like that now, you are cis. You are cisgendered. Mm -hmm. C-I-S. All right? And then, like, obviously, if you have a, uh, a, a very different experience and you're like, yo, this shit ain't popping. And also, stop calling me that. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. then you may be non-binary. You may be uh, transgender. Or I think there's there's a lot of language and a lot of study behind this that's far beyond my knowledge. But, like, transmasculine, transfeminine, mm -hmm. transsapphic. Like, there's a whole lot of language. And... Literally, none of it shot Brianna Taylor. So stop fucking with him. All right. <laughs> I mean, that's actually a very good closing argument. Yeah. Um. All right. So yeah. Okay. All right. Back to this shit in Phoenix. They're literally calling it the A cab gang. Uh, the Arizona statutes regarding criminal street gang classification are broad and only require two of the following criteria to be met. One, self-proclamation. Two, witness testimony or statement. Three, written or electronic correspondence. Four, paraphernalia or photographs. Five, tattoos. Six, clothing or colors. Seven, any other indicators. Any, just any other indicators, huh? Whatever the fuck that means. Oh, you were checking the time. You're ready to go to bed, nigga. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's 1.15 in the morning. <laughs> um, Phoenix Police Chief Sergeant Doug McBride, a grenadier who manages the tactical response unit, and a former gang detective. Great. This guy was a gang detective? Okay. That's, it, it, <sighs> that doesn't even sound real. Like, that sounds like some goofy shit on TV. <laughs> like, oh, man. Let's call Arthur the gang detective. <laughs> it sounds like some shit from an episode of Rugrats. Like, all right, we're going to need a gang detective on you, Phil and Lil. Oh, no. Um, so he said that the, test, the members of this group meet the criteria for three reasons. First, he claims chanting all cops are bastards is a self-proclamation of being in a gang. 
self prop now uh, uh, god <laughs> damn it <laughs> 2018 i started running my mouth that this is a gangbang situation why are y'all letting the cops beat you to it? Like on the real, y'all should have been openly, loudly calling the Proud Boys a gang early mm -hmm. on, yep. right? And any of the mother, who are the mother niggas? Patriot Prayer and shit. Uh -huh. Like yeah. oh, what are the, uh, the Oath Keepers. Yep. Y'all should have been calling them gang. It should not have only been me on this little ass podcast for going on three years now yelling that shit by myself. And now y'all ass is getting called a gang, but by the police. So mm -hmm. now the police have set the context for with how you will be described in the general public. Mm -hmm. I mean, to the general public. Yep. Scoop de booble do. Yep. Ugh. All right. So chanting all cops are bastard is a self -pro self proclamation of being in the gang. The second was most of the group members were dressed in black, which meets the colors requirements. They weren't even black block though. Not even matching black, not fucking matching bandanas, not fucking matching Doc Martens, just some people were wearing black. And the Whew. third was that many of the group members carried umbrellas, which mind you, they were bringing umbrellas because police were fucking pepper bombing them. So they brought umbrellas and police are claiming that's part of the ACAB gang uniform. And again, like when you look in the history, because like that immediately makes me think. Um, and Snoop Dogg actually repersonified this in recent years. Um, Crips used to actually walk with canes, not all sets. It wasn't like every Crip in Southern California and Northern California was doing this. But like some of those older Crips, like right before the second generation got active, like they would just walk with canes. They didn't actually need them, mm -hmm. but you know, like part of their how they dressed, like the way you see what you see is the gangbang California uniform was just them trying to dress like their grandfathers and shit. Yeah, and a cane was part of that. And then also, if you run into an enemy, well, you have something in your hand. Mm -hmm. And the Hilltop Crips in Tacoma, Washington, had actually brought that back in um, 1999. Uh, because they were at the fair and some bloods were there and so they got they got him up with the bloods and then the police put him out of the fair they didn't arrest him and then they came back walking with canes looking for those bloods to show up again the bloods did not come back the following day hmm. i saw this all happen because i was 16 that year i turned 16 in august and the fair is in september and i was like i'm about to go make 300 bucks <laughs> and i went and worked at the fair all right, ma'am, is there more or is we did done? Finish? Um, I could just tell you the headlines and if you want to do any of them, let me know. I'll, I, I actually, I think I'll skip because I think it's like I will not be ableist and try to keep you up. See, watch this, folks. This is how you run a socialist business because wine cellar media is a business. My spouse slash employee has chronic pain and needs to get to sleep. There is more work to be done, but she did her shift. You're done, oh, okay. ma'am. Okay. Go home? All right. Which is upstairs? <laughs> that is upstairs. Yeah. Because we are getting up a little earlier than usual because we um we live in a legal reefer state, so we're going to go to the but it's in another town, so we got to get on the highways and byways. Yeah. And so we got to go get groceries. And we need to get the legal reefer. 
And then I also, mandatory seven-day work weeks, I have to do a shift as well. Mm-hmm. All right, so got to do it. Yep. All right, so Phoenix Leader, ma'am. Yes. You want to do those headlines, don't you? Oh, I'm just glancing to see if there's anything super um, important. Of import. <laughs> Let's see, an alderman in Chicago praised people for throwing away a homeless man's food and blankets. That's nice. Jesus. That's good. Um, there are calls for a Bank of America boycott after a after it turns out they were giving data to the FBI. Bank, mich- my bad, uh, folks. If you are a young person and you don't have a bank account yet, um, if there's a Wells Fargo where you are, uh, you'll get a lot less bullshit with them. There's still a bank, still bullshit, mm-hmm. but you'll get a lot less bullshit. To my like, in my experience. Yeah. Bank of America comes with the Bank of America and Chase come with the most bullshit. Mm-hmm. On the one, Chase gave money to Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then on the two, Chase engaged in robo signing like massively. I think in 2011 and 12, yeah. massive robo signing on shit that cost people money that they never got back. Mm-hmm. Unless some sort of class action lawsuit happened. I don't know about that. I think one did. Okay, it did happen? Yeah. Because I only got a Chase bank account literally for exactly 30 days. Yeah. Because those things that come in the mail that say, if you uh, open up an account with $100, we'll give you $500. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the stipulation is um, you have to get your job to direct deposit to this account, and you have to have the account for at least one month. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, yeah, I literally I went, switched my direct deposit kept the bank out for a month and then after that 30 days withdrew my $500 and closed <laughs> the account <laughs> and I mean and folks like if those things come in your mail if you have the time to do that it's a decent little side hustle yeah yeah you know and I mean it's quite frankly I see it as your money any damn way didn't Obama and them bail out the banks with your tax money right Take your money back, nigga. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Catholic diocese amassed billions of dollars of taxpayer aid for COVID. I did that whole speech about not making you work, and you're just going to do it anyway. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, Michigan man killed a baby shower when gender reveal cannon explodes. Damn it. That's too funny. <laughs> Shit. All right. You want to work? You like working? <laughs> I light-skinned nigga. Well, what gonna, is it? I'm going to make you scratch my back later. So, What is it? All right. Shit. I'm, I, no, let me, you know what? I'm going to end this, and I want to make that its own thing. Okay. That is that is too fucking glorious. Matter of fact, you want to just record that tomorrow? Keep okay. that in cue. All right. All right, folks. Cue. We're coming back. With, and he died? Yeah, he died. That's great. I love that. All right. <laughs> fucking. Well, you can't say that. You can't uh, yeah, cast my was- own podcast. 26 and he died. Shouldn't have been doing transphobic shit. Don't be a transphobe and I won't laugh at you when you die. Mm. It's that easy, folks. Don't be a transphobe and your death will not result in you becoming a comedy segment. I just forever. don't understand the obsession with telling other people what genitals your child has. It's fucking weird. They're trying to sexualize our children. No, nigga, you. Right, exactly. You. And then when you take them by another adult, they say, hey, little man, you got a girlfriend yet? Mm-hmm. Right? You do that shit the whole fucking time. Pink, blue, pink this, blue that. 
right? You, you got to play on this sports team. Yeah, and right, when we were in elementary school for um, sex ed in Mr. Elif's class, Mr. Elif, the same teacher who basically told us, fuck Christopher Columbus, he kept boys and girls in the same class for sex ed. Oh, okay. But then when we got to Mr. Peter Rivard and Mrs. Um, Judy Gunnerson, yeah, Gunnerson, in grade six, uh, they separated us mm. by assumed uh, cisgenders. Yeah, so like, um, like they're sexualizing you there. And then when you, when you've, uh, you, your parents, they start getting a little older and you've got a, you're a young, you're a cis person with a girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever the hell. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you're going to have kids yet? When y'all having kids, what they're really basically saying is, are you fucking raw for us? We need you to get in there and fuck raw. We know you told you not to fuck the whole time you were a teenager, but now we want you in there splashing. No, yeah, no, fuck, fuck Representative Garcia. Do what you gotta do, son. All right? Y'all sexualize fucking kids, you fucking weirdos. Phoenix Cleeter is quitting. WineCellarMedia.com, Patreon.com slash WineCellarMediaFund. Go there, pick a tier, hold it down if you're ready to clown and other such things that rhyme with town. <laughs> All right. Uh, please be as safe as possible wherever you is be.